Elder, who spent a good chunk of last week watching some things from Sundance where, and Screen Thoughts was supposed to be at Sundance. And one of our Screen Thoughts people, uh, Francis, is actually there, even though nobody else is because it went totally virtual. Did indeed. But yeah, we're going to talk about one film that we both uh, viewed last week. But overall, what'd you think? Of Sundance this year? Yeah. Uh, eh. I was pretty really? eh okay. this year. I mean, half of that is because I'm watching it from my couch. Um, and the fun of Sundance is to be in Park City. Um, but I, I didn't see many films that I was excited about. Did you? Uh, well, I haven't watched uh, enough of them to be able to give a... Yeah, I, I love Sundance, but not as much as I love the East Hampton or the Hamptons Film Festival, which I think does a really, really good job. But I did watch Call Jane and fell madly in love with it. So we're going to review Call Jane today. And we'll probably put the podcast out now just because everybody's talking about the film. And certainly a lot of industry people follow Screen Thoughts. We want to make sure that we talk about it so you can hear about it. But we'll probably re-release this when it comes. It will definitely come out. Oh, uh, sure. Um, I I just want to do a quick disclosure that I'm very close with two of the producers on this. Um, In fact, I work Mm -hmm. with them. I did not work on this movie. Um, But just so so we're clear... (laughs) Well, no, full disclosure is always a good thing, but we have Elizabeth Banks, Sigourney Weaver, Kate Mara, Chris Messina. It's just a plethora of talent yeah. to talk about uh, that there was this system called Call Jane in the 60s. So if you needed an abortion, it was a bunch of women who got together and they basically provided abortions for women, not many women of color, unfortunately had to have money to get one, but that's addressed in it as well. And it's so beautifully portrays the way it laid out there. And I have to start by saying, I went to the University of Nebraska and I started going there in 1971. And abortion was not legal anywhere, but except for in New York at that time. And so I was in a sorority and it only happened once or twice the two years I lived in the sorority, but we would be at dinner and a hat was passed around. I think it was a, a football hat, but I can't remember some sort of hat. And you put whatever money you had available into the hat and you never knew who it was for, but it was to help somebody take a flight by themselves to New York city to get an abortion and then fly back. And the only way they could do that is they would leave in the morning, they would fly there, and then they would um, come back the next day. But they would spend the night after the abortion in Chicago's O'Hare Airport waiting for the next Uh flight because they couldn't afford a hotel. I mean, the the lengths that women went to to get an abortion, a safe abortion back then... It, it, it was a memory that was seared in my mind yeah. that we went, you know, we passed around trying to get enough money and we, ne- again, never knew who it was for. Okay. And here we are. This movie is so important because here we are maybe going back to that exact same thing. Like we know that the women in Texas yeah. are having a hard time and they're tra- having to travel sometimes hundreds of miles to get what they mm-hmm. need. So, um, d- but I also thought it was so well written and so well laid out, although it was a little slow, especially at the beginning. Well, yeah, but I, I have a feeling. So the, just to 
kind of lay out how Sundance works for those who are not familiar. A lot of these movies, the way that we see them is not how they're necessarily released. So a lot of these movies will get put back into the edit. They'll cut some of it out or they'll rearrange some of it. Um, so I imagine the version that we, we've seen will probably be cut down a little bit for when it's actually released. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, Yes, that I, I think they'll probably do some edits around it, but the story is what's important. And also, we haven't seen Sigourney Weaver. When was the last time we saw her? She's such a she's good amazing. Um, I, you know, oh, she's been the best. I don't know if she's just been stuck in Avatar land forever. Um, but I, I will say I loved how they approached this topic because it's this is a divisive topic, right? But it's not yep. it's not an after school special, it's not a drama. Right. This actually there are many times you find yourself laughing throughout this movie. Um, I think the casting of Liz Banks is perfect for that. Um, and it shows you, I mean, Elizabeth Banks is a married woman with a child. She has a teenager. And you know who she was supposed to be played by? Who? Elizabeth Moss. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know that it would be quite as funny. And you know who Sigourney Weaver is supposed to be played by? Who? Susan Sarandon. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, does, again, yeah. I don't think that's as funny or fun in a story. Not that a story about this, abortion should be. I was going to say, I, I, the word fun never came into my mind the entire time. Oh, I I, there's a scene where Sigourney Weaver is, as is, she's kind of the head of the organization of the Janes. Um, she's explaining to a young girl who needs an abortion how she got pregnant and how an abortion works. Uh, and it's it turns into a very funny scene uh that i don't know with any other actors would have been as funny and enjoyable um but a friend of mine actually watched it with a group a, a large larger group of people um and in the there's a scene you you watch elizabeth banks go through the procedure it's not graphic but you watch her have her own it's uncomfortable to watch it's, it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable but it's moment. not it's yeah. not a graphic scene right you're not like no. up in there no but it's uncomfortable um, yeah but it is uncomfortable um but she you've you've earned every step of this right she's there's there's a significant reason why she needs to end her pregnancy her her life's at risk the baby's life is at risk there's there's really no option for her um and she goes through all of the steps she's supposed to go through and she ends up with the Janes anyway. And you see her going through this procedure. And apparently when, when my friend was watching this with a group full of people, all of the men in the room were aghast and they, they were, their mouths were open and they were so shocked and they were just like, Oh my God, this is horrendous. And all the women in the room were like, yeah, that looks about right. <laughs> just absolutely no reaction from the women. Because this, you know, it's like we have our yearlies, we have our annuals every year, you know, that that table is not comfortable. Those instruments are cold, right? Like there is nothing about this that is foreign to any any woman who's who's ever, you know, gone no, to see their gynecologist. And I, and I will say <laughs> that there, I've talked to so many women over the years and it's like, you know, all these instruments were designed by men. And excuse yeah. me, why has a woman doctor not gone in and redone this work but, oh yeah you know, even the stirrups like seriously it's you know, there's no funding i for know it. i agree i agree <laughs> i agree well you, even without funding you'd think some female doctor would decide she's going to do it but uh, but the other thing is there's a sub story here that goes on that was so prevalent in the time and that is 
she and her husband, Elizabeth Banks and her husband, she's pregnant and she goes before this board to try to get an abortion because she could die. She, she's, her life is at risk carrying this pregnancy. She's too old and it's just her life is at risk. And these men are sitting around a table and they're talking to her husband, not her. They're not letting her speak. And nope. basically they all vote no. And she's sitting there with zero zero agency, zero agency. Now, I did a podcast with Thomas Kareni, who was, um, he was actually head of OBGYN at Mount Sinai at one point. And he did abortions in the 70s in New York City. He -hmm. was one of the first men to do it, one of the first clinics to open. And he talked about those groups in the hospital and how he voted yes for every single one. And he kept saying, what do you want her to do? You know, he would say he would turn around to the men in the room. So and he's so good at explaining it. I'm going to put that um, that podcast up in screen thoughts. So anybody who wants to listen to him talking about that particular time in reality can do so. But Mm -hmm. there's two subplots going on here. One is that the culture of the times was so run by men that the women had no agency. And at one point. Uh, in an interview that I saw, the woman who was actually one of the Janes, she said, we were never worried about getting caught because they didn't think we had the wherewithal to get this done. Men Mm. never assumed that we could have done what we did. That's number one. But number two, she and her husband are very tight. And then he lets her down, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She basically has to get this abortion on her own because he's not going to help her or walk her through it or do help her in any way. And she gets it done, but but their marriage really goes through a difficult period of time as she tries to find her own way, and now she's got a cause bigger than herself, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to stay home and make him cookies and, and rework his work, rewrite his, his, uh, his law reviews and things. She doesn't want to do that. So I think one of the subplots is as important as the as what was done for women who couldn't get abortions mm-hmm. at the time. And nobody's writing it in all the reviews and stuff I'm reading. That subplot, which is so critical, is just being left out. So it's you know, it's it is one of the strengths of the movie is is I mean, I obviously, is yep. the women. Um, the women are are the strength of this film and the men play a very minor role in the movie, um, which I really appreciate because I don't think we ever really get to see that. Um, but I do think in the process of Elizabeth getting to the Janes, there is so much comedy in everything that she goes through, right? When she walks out of that boardroom where they've all voted no, her doctor looks at her and says, you know, do you think that you could be feeling suicidal? Because if you could be feeling suicidal, we might be able to get an exception. And she looks at him straight in the face and says, yes, doctor, I think I am. (laughs) Right. And with another actress, I don't think you get the comedy of how ridiculous it is that she has to go through all of this just to try to save her own life. Right. And we're, we're back there in some places. Yeah, we are. And I don't think there's any comedy in it. I think, you know, I think think there's, I I don't think I can't use the word comedy. Oh, I just, I think as a woman who, you know, has to think about everything I say before I say it and how it's going to be received and ending every sentence with, does that make sense? Right. You know, living, living my life on a daily basis to make sure that men around me are comfortable, which I'm not very good at by the way, but you know, I still have to do it. 
I look at this movie and I, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm privileged. I've never been in this position before. And you're right. There's no, there's no, nothing funny about it, but there's a lot of absurdity and comedy around the lengths to which women have to go to live in a men's world. There are. Um, but I think, you know, well, we, I mean, that's a whole feminist conversation we could have at another time about, um, about changing your voice to accommodate a man's world versus. And you watch her do it. Oh, well, we do back in the sixties. I hope it does. I hope that's when, when Sigourney calls her. Yeah. There's a, there's, you know, her husband answers the the phone. That's what you had to do. Yeah. But I think you still have to do it. Yeah. I hope I, well, I, that makes me so sad to think we haven't in 50 years. We haven't, we haven't gone anywhere, but we've progressed a little bit, but, (laughs) okay. Mm. Uh, but the film is so well acted, so well executed. And Uh, it's shot on 16 mil. Uh, yeah. Did you, you did you feel that? Yeah, you can. You can. Be, and they wanted she wanted to do that because she wanted us to go back in time. So well, I thought- that and also <laughs> I I had an inside tip. Um, part part of the reason that they they shot on 16 mil is because in case there was anything in the background that's, you know, maybe a little bit modern. Can't really tell. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, the other thing is she, you know, she also did Carol. And I think I can Phyllis Nage. Yes. And I can feel yeah. the, the style is very, very much the same. So I, and I, I did not, I thought Carol was also slow moving and a little, took a little too I think that's her to style. Us, yeah. I think yeah. it is her style and she makes you wait, you know, and good but for her. But it's worth you know. it. It's uh, totally absolutely. worth it. Absolutely. And to see yeah. how, how the ripple effect comes out, how she's, she's the driving force behind how the Janes change, how they do business. Right. And how she allows for them to be able to consider allowing this procedure for black women who can't afford it. Right. And making sure that they're, they're servicing the whole community and not just those who have the money to do so. And I think, I think it's a beautiful film. I think it's not, it's not too messagey. It's not too on the nose. It's not preachy. It's very much about this woman's journey. And I think that's the way you have to tell these stories to reach an audience that's not already inclined to go to the theater for this. If nothing else, it should remind you that we might be back where we were 50 years ago. So please get on, get on your bandwagons, everybody. Now, somebody from my office watched the film with a bunch of millennials and they were all like, oh, wow. Yeah, it was good. But I don't think they could relate to it. But let me tell you, you might have to relate to it. Oh, I... I, I, I'm a millennial. I disagree wholeheartedly. I see that this is our present as well as our past yeah, and yeah. it could be our well future. Said. And that's well terrifying that the, the thing is, and, and what the, what the film does show you though, it doesn't hit it over the head. Women will always be seeking abortion. That will always be something that women in society, whether they're married or, you know, a teenager, whatever, legal or not, whether it's it's legal or not, abortion is going to be sought out. And when you take away the right to have an abortion, you're not taking away abortion. You're taking away safe abortion. I think the film is so worthwhile. I think it's so important for the year 2020. Absolutely. I hope it gets a re- really strong distribution. I hope it gets to streaming really quickly. I hope everyone watches it with age-appropriate 
women so that we can say, what do you okay, think is age appropriate for this? Cause I actually think it's, I, I, I think know. teenagers can see this and I think yeah, they should. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, you know, I especially if you, yeah. as you know, teenagers are sexually active, right? Like Yep. know what you're getting yourself into. And like, we're, we're, lu- I'm lucky I live in California. It's safe. <laughs> it's available. Right. But like, this is not, it's, it's not a light topic. Right. But it's an important topic. The, the passing around the table of the hat that happened at the university of Nebraska, I am sure that we're going to start seeing, um, crowdfunding. Oh, we already are for Texas. Okay. And by the already way, happening. I just, I feel like if individuals put stuff up there, I'm sending them money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. You know, my, my marching days are over. I've got one hip replacement and I need another. I'll push but... your wheelchair. Okay. I will. I'm happy All right. to. <laughs> All right. So I, we hope that everybody sees this film because we hope it motivates it something to action. So, uh, strong film, really strong film. Well done. Certainly will be an Academy Award consideration next fall. You know, I think it's it's not only a well done film; it's an important film. So yeah, I'm exactly. I'm glad they approached it the way they did. I think it's personal. I think it's universal, and I think we all need to be aware. We're all in, right? Well, all in. Go see it. <laughs>